0: Uh, Everything's under control. Situation normal. I
1: don't want to grow up. I'm
2: a Jurassic Park. <laughs> now playing the fifth episode. Ecto Gongles with Ecto Neutral Neutrona Blaster and Water Saver. Each sold separately. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central
1: all the way to Starkiller Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do you like? Yes Have Some.
0: Hello real quick. We're here with real crick. Real crick? A real crick in the neck. All right. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. Special episode. We're continuing our Dragon Con preview week uh, because that's all we're thinking about. Abby, I know that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Pre-con week. It's a big week. It's a big week. It's a lot of prep. Uh, There's actually fireworks going on outside right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, I do, I'm
1: assuming they're for Dragon Con, yes. because it's almost Dragon Con.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Atlanta, so you never know. It could be a pre-Labor Day celebrations. You, you just never know. Why not? Um, tonight we are joined by our special guests, Gary Mitchell, Joe Crow. These are the co-directors of the American Sci-Fi Classics track at Dragon Con, my personal favorite fan track. And uh, we welcome you two to the show for the first time on Yes Have Some Podcasts.
3: Thank you! Wow, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I only practiced
0: that thirty-five times this morning in the mirror. In the mirror, <laughs> and uh, I, I do uh, request as much positive reinforcement as possible.
2: <laughs> You're doing good.
3: Um, how how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. I I'm blessing the rains down in Africa. I'm, you... I'm doing good. Good, All right? Um, I mean, I feel like in terms
0: of how a human being can do is if there's a Toto song involved. Yeah. Um, then I think you're, you're on the upswing at least. Absolutely. So, exactly. Uh, c- congratulations. You're totally for
1: doing. Okay. Um, okay. thank that you. That was good.
0: Do you want to, so what we do, we're going to put that on a. shirt <laughs> T-shirt. We're going to
1: just put that away now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: so, uh, <laughs> so you guys, uh, I kind of want to backtrack and start at the beginning. I mean, for those of uh, you who are not familiar with the way Dragon Con works, it's it's a completely different thing than basically any other standard convention. I mean, it's as big as, you know, San Diego Comic-Con. It's as recognized as it's bigger than all the Wizard World cons and all that, but this is very much a fan-driven, fan-centric convention. And even though Dragon Con has grown and they're expecting like 80, 90,000 people this year, it's still fan-driven. So, how did you guys get involved? And where where did that start for you? Basically,
3: uh, I started going in the nineties just as uh, a fan, and then I was lucky enough to—I don't know—I don't know—luck. <laughs> I was—I started—I started writing for a uh, a web company based here in Alabama called uh, hecklers online. And we launched a sci-fi website and through them to promote the sci-fi website, I got a press pass to come to dragon con, which I'd already been coming anyway, just as a regular old dude who sat in audiences. And the first year I came with my partner, Shane Ivy, who I launched that old website with we were at a i believe it was a star trek panel and that's where we met Gary Mitchell
2: yes okay. i had actually fallen in with the 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 website that they were writing for and was they always did like there was a message boards because you know it was ninety nine on in the internet. Yeah. And yeah. We they, and they they I saw an ad for their website on RealPlayer, if anybody's old enough oh, to yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh gosh. Yeah. Definitely. And so I checked out Zealot.com and was a regular on the boards and reading their articles. And as he said, it was there was a panel for Enterprise was about to come out. And I asked a question based on an article that the Zealot guys had done going uh, George is so. This was ninety nine. Phantom Menace had come out. Everybody was in a bad mood about that. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. was, everybody was in a bad mood about Rick Berman and and Shane had written an article, a, a, a very funny little spoof article of George Lucas and Rick Berman co author article to fans up yours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: And. So I, I pos- posited the question to the panel of, do you think the problem is the writers or the producers cited that article? And Peter David gave a lovely answer that you would notice that most of, the, most of those are pretty much the same people. Mm-hmm. And after the panel, I'm walking off and these two guys come up to me and they go, hey, that website you mentioned. I went, yeah, it's great. It's this. They went, that's us. <laughs> um, yeah. That's uh, the – So we went out to dinner. So nice. you went
1: –
0: That's the best. You make the connection and everybody immediately goes, okay, we, we want food. Like every good thing that's ever happened in my life has basically happened over a meal.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cause we're involved with the Georgia Ghostbusters and we've all kind of met that way. And it's like immediately let's get pizza.
0: Yeah. Like the first time I met Chase Ambrose is like, Hey, I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. I want to know everything about you, but there has to be food. So, um, that's cool. (laughs) That's, that's kind of like serendipitous that, that, that worked out. And then So at that time, if we're talking like 1999, gosh, how many – there's got to be – I don't know. Is there 20 tracks now at Dragon Con? More, a little bit less? I mean how much has it grown Um, since since that? Like at that time, how did it work back then? Was it kind of the basic same structure or or was it a little bit different than it is now?
3: I think there were only maybe two hotels that they were doing it in back then. Wow. Yeah, it
2: was the Marriott and the, the Hyatt. And I remember you could get a, you could get a hotel at either one of them, the the Friday of con. Ooh. God, That'd be nice. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've got friends messaging me right now, trying to find rooms and freaking out <laughs> about getting one for next year already. So that sounds like unreal.
0: Yeah. Uh, you always hear those, uh, stories of dragon cons past about, it's kind of like back in my day, you know, when it was, there was only 10,000 people and it wasn't, you know, people tend to like, uh, people get grumpy about change, but I, I personally always embrace change. But so after you guys met, how did the the track that you guys run now, the American Sci-Fi Classics, how did that kind of spin into existence? Was that the following
3: year or, or did it come down the line a little bit? We ended up uh, uh, being on panels together and separately on several other tr- tracks that already existed, like um kelly harkins is uh american sf fantasy media track which is like the current tv shows yes and i did a few panels on the star trek track and then we ended up um the the american sci-fi classics track was taken over by a dude uh named ron nastrum and he super cool dude who said whatever you guys, after we'd been on panels for him a couple of times, he said, whatever you guys want to do, let's do it. And so we just did panels for him and for Kelly for several years and then Ron moved on and we got the call to be the classic track people.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was He basically, he said that, you know, this year, he he told us this this was 2011. He's like, this is my last year. I've got to hang it up. And Joe and I basically got together for uh, privately at first and went, both of us had pretty much said the same thing at the same time. I want to do this, but I don't think I can be the the head guy myself. Yeah. And, and so, uh, we went and found Kellen and said, well, what do you think we should do? And she said, okay, well, first you're crazy. Second, I think you mm-hmm. can do it. Third, you're crazy.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. So talk about that. So talk about you're crazy. So, on the surface if you're just a, a dragon con attendee you're going to panels you're you're doing the the dragon con stuff uh i th- would guess most people understand there's a lot of work that goes into the planning but um like gary i mentioned to you yesterday w- w- the week that the the app is launching now that there's an app an app now i'm mm-hmm. sure it's existed for 5 years but uh i kind of miss the old the the, the paper,
2: paper. Yeah, yeah the paper I book still have a but well, I, I would print out the schedule like three weeks in advance and then go over it with a highlighter. I <laughs> love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I,
3: I
0: love Dude, that.
1: Literally last night I have a notebook. I was handwriting all the panels that I want to attend in the notebook, <laughs> even though I have the app on my phone. I was like, nope, I need it tactile.
0: You got to go. So but what what is planning look like for you guys as far as when do you start thinking about panels and, and kind of putting the pieces together? It's got to be way in advance, right?
2: Well, after Labor Day, uh, we spend two months recovering. And we don't, yes. even on. <laughs> Me don't talk to anyone. And, and I'm just uh, I'm
0: just hanging out and I have to recover for two <laughs> months. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and then usually right around February, Joe and I start going, all right, what do we want to do this
3: year? <laughs> and uh, all and a, a couple of things usually pop up. Uh, either. Like, b- sometimes during the convention, we, 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 we get a brainstorm, like, well, we got to do this next year. And then, so that's that's a whole year in advance, which is crazy. In fact, already we started planning uh, a UHF anniversary panel for next year. Yeah, Very cool. Very, very, very cool. cool.
0: And man, can we get so weird we did- out
3: Dragon like, oh, that DragonCon? Oh, man. I would
0: love that. Yes. I would love that. He's done... Some he you know he does a lot of meet and greets at, at his uh, when he tours and stuff and I think he's done a couple maybe like Spooky Empire and a couple other conventions. Yeah,
1: um, I've seen the 501st first up with him for some performances. Yeah, so yeah. Like, why not?
0: I I feel like Dragon oh, Con yeah. and Weird Al are, are kind of a perfect
2: fit. Yeah,
3: let's,
2: let's
3: do it. Oh yeah. So all, all all we all we've decided is for sure everybody has to bring spatulas. <laughs> to <laughs> you. Sounds I love good to me. That. I absolutely love so, that. So, so that usually happens, you know, with with, uh, with ideas that just pop into our heads like that. And then, what what Gary said, we sort of let it marinate for a few months, and then um, we 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 start looking at like anniversary years for things, which is um, kind of a, like it gives us an, it gives us an outline, and then we go from there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and that makes sense. And one thing that's kind of interesting is that as time moves on and we all get older, which, which is always an interesting thing anyways, but in, in terms of this kind of stuff, it's probably a little bit weird when you're thinking of sci-fi classics and you're going, you know, Jurassic park that, that, that just came out or, you know, like, uh, or <laughs>
1: right now it's the, 20 like days. next year it's going to be like
0: avatar American sci-fi classics. Classic. And you're like, what? Yeah, Like I, uh, so it's interesting as time moves on and, uh, you see that in nostalgia just in general. New editions, yeah. Like people talk about their vintage Power Rangers toys and I'm like,
2: Vintage? Yeah. yeah. Well
0: that's that's <laughs> for children. <laughs> right. Um, yeah,
2: well, vintage it, Pokemon. It, for me it's like about ten years ago and listening and driving the car and hearing oh, an oldie from the Clash.
3: Like, ah! <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh that and so it's it's usually that 20 to 25 year mark. So uh, I guess when you take a step back and go, oh, my God, it's it's almost 2020. Like, yeah. I just never thought we'd get that far. Right. <laughs> like, it just seems so futuristic. Well, yeah, we may not. <laughs> yeah, we might. Not, the <laughs> yeah, way, we'll we'll hey, see. The way things are going, we might not even get to Dragon Con this year. So <laughs> if you guys want to go ahead and spoil all the surprises for the panels. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So cool, so you guys start planning in about February, March, and you start putting it all together. I think people are always kind of interested in the way I the individual tracks don't really have much uh, say in, in in the guests that end up kind of being booked for Dragon Con. And I'm sure you guys are kind of inundated throughout the year of like, you should bring this person and you should, you should get you should get this guy or get this girl. Um is that ever frustrating? If you ever want to focus on a certain guest, or do you just kind of say, "We're, we're gonna we're gonna design our 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 weekend based on what we want to do," and it, if we if there's particular you know celebrities or actors or whatever that plug in, then 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 great. But it's not you know number one priority.
2: More the latter. Uh, yeah we we have a few people that we always ask for but like you said we we don't have a lot of control beyond going hey Mm -hmm.
1: could we get (laughs) please yeah right
0: yeah it's it's interesting and and it's sometimes like the, the guest list always varies i mean i know um for this year, they finally have uh, Lost guests. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to mention. We were we went to some of the early Lost panels, like in my first couple of years, and this is going to be my tenth year. Um, so I remember those panels. We were all like, "God, it would be so sweet to get some of the actual cast here." And <laughs> yeah. like a lot of them are going to be here yeah, this year. I'm a decade later, like, we get
0: we get a couple. Yeah, which, now that Lost Lost might be a, a sci-fi classic. Now <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's crazy.
2: Well, the rule is it has to have been off the air for ten
3: years. Okay. And not okay. claimed by another track. Um, yeah, so. the, the, that second part, not claimed by another track, because uh, we, I mean, technically speaking, if it's not on the air right now, the clock starts ticking right. for mm-hmm. us. and And I always tell the other tracks that. I tell, you, I can't wait for this show to get canceled because then it comes to us. But, nice, uh, you got like a countdown and, calendar. And, <laughs> and, and and they hate that, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I imagine I imagine all the yeah, track yeah. directors getting together and doing like a like a fantasy football draft with shows. Yeah. Like uh, like, all right, I'll I'll take uh, X Files. Then it gets rebooted and it like restarts the clock because it's back <laughs> on the air. And you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that
3: you, you know you're really not far off because <laughs> they and they, and that they subdivide of course of course the Star Wars and the Star Trek track get those shows and then like the just uh, this is a fairly recent change to attract military SF SF media gets Farscape and Babylon 5 which we used to have right mm-hmm. So that way they can do lots of Babylon 5 panels mm-hmm. when we would, be, would barely be able to squeeze one or two in. Right, right. Got
1: it. Like a more specific yeah. take on it. Got it. Yeah. And that let,
0: that lets you guys focus on, you know, the, the... I mean, what in your opinion, so...
1: Yeah, what's your core, like, group of classics? Like, what are we talking about?
0: Yeah, because, like, like <laughs> Star Wars and Star Trek have their own tracks and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, like you were just mentioning. So what... If people have never come to Dragon Con and they want to check out American sci-fi classics, what uh, what can
3: they look forward to?
2: We're contractually obligated to say Manimal.
3: Okay, okay. there you go. Yeah. Manimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, um, I really should have stopped saying it after we actually got an actress from Manimal a couple <laughs> okay. of years ago. But I'm not. I'm not ever going to stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, because like, like almost everything uh, – It'll get it'll get rebooted eventually. Of course, mm-hmm. and and I I've I've said from day one it's pretty much the greatest TV show in the world. I'm <laughs> that's passion. Is, I'm gonna go
1: watch it now. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah do it, it won't
1: take long. Yeah, that's <laughs> am saying. It won't take long.
0: Yeah, I'm reading it. It, it, it ran from September. So this was like
1: animorphs before there were animorphs. Yeah, That's it, crazy. crazy.
0: Um, Animal ran from September 30th to December 17th, 1983. So, uh, <laughs> so it's like yeah,
2: eight I, episodes of solid gold. Yes,
3: <laughs> I, I, I keep. I, I've got to do this. I have to do it. A lot of guys that we know, uh, Gary and I, and and I'm I'm sure you. They you, uh, a lot of people are doing podcasts and blogs where they track individual episodes of tv shows like yep. uh we we know, we know a guy who, who's going through the the entire run of doctor who okay wow. and,
2: that's yeah, a lot. and that's then a there's
3: lot. that's a lot
2: and he's been doing I, it for like four or five years he just finally finished the classic run
3: oh my gosh and uh so really i could do that with manimal and bang it out in an afternoon yeah there you go
1: heck yeah it's you a mean,
3: limited what? podcast series I like that. Yeah, you should do it. <laughs> but I'm 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 incredibly apparently uh, um, I I, I got to get on the stick, man. I got to do it. But the fact remains that that's one of that started as an end joke, pretty much between me and Gary, because yes. somebody I, I made it. I made a, a goofy all, uh, a, all, all obscure TV reference to Manimal, and then I did it again the same day. In a, in a different panel and somebody in the audience raised their hand and said, you know, that's the second time you've mentioned panel by Manimal in, in, <laughs> in two different panels. And I said, and I said to that person, and I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Forever. Bring it back. And, and, and now I've done it. So
2: it's, so it's become a thing.
3: Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. I feel like,
0: um, Manimal reboot t-shirts for, for, for the, for the, all the panels. Oh, I'm getting one. Begin, with uh, that hawk? <laughs> yeah, I feel like inside, like especially in like fan communities, like the inside obscure jokes and B-side references. Inside minutia
1: is the best. Yeah. The, that's the
0: stuff that that gets you up in the morning. So yeah. uh, I salute people that. get up, yeah, sure.
1: yeah.
2: For sure. Uh, so, and, so beyond beyond the, the other notes, main stuff is because we cover pretty much everything from the dawn of cinema until now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's course hard for us to have a core. Uh, the closest we would have to core outside of Animal would be, like, we always do a Ghostbusters panel every year because we work with the PKE Surge group. Uh, yes. Hey, Chase. Hey, Chase. What's up, uh, Chase. Chase? We were supposed to have uh, Chase
0: on, but he he can't do it We need like, him
1: on for the after-hours show. Yeah, we, he we, can't, he can't, Chase can't talk until 11
0: o'clock at night, <laughs> so we're going to have to do Late Night with Chase Ambrose coming up here
3: soon. <laughs> oh, good gosh. <laughs> Who, those I've, are, I've, I've, I've been to Live Late Night with Chase Ambrose, and nah. that's—, that's it's
0: I, fun. I told him we 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 do um we do bonus episodes for for our Patreon, and I told Chase we might have to re- we I don't know if we can release those into the wild. We just have to have exclusive <laughs> content. Yeah. Who knows? The first time he was on the show, I spent two hours editing. So. Yeah. <laughs> no.
3: No joke. Um one one uh, one Dragon Con, maybe two or three years ago, I'm trudging back to my hotel room at like three a.m. and all of a sudden, Captain Chaos from Cannonball Run yeah. runs up to me and goes, Joe, today was great. Everything was. And then after like 10 minutes, I realized, oh, that's Chase. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> those are the kinds of things like that's people, my favorite. People have never been to DragonCon. Con. Like you try to explain those things and like you just have to experience it because it really is like nothing else in the world.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. one of my yeah. favorite things about dragon con is it's a convention with you know t- you know god since i've been going 20 30 40 50,000 people and yet even with you know taking over like 18 square blocks and 600 hotels i will run into the same nine people all weekend <laughs> yeah. yeah every year into chase and then you and do, do the long <laughs> into chase i will run into my friend callen uh, yeah. Karen, I will run into. You. It's just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Joe had this one guy he kept running into every year. Did you finally stop running into the lantern jaw guy?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah. This was it was this weird dude who had a gigantic cranium. <laughs> and, I, can and I, I don't to that. mean that. I don't mean that to be. He he had a a, a huge protruding jaw, and he always was just wandering in the background of like photographs of mine. And, yeah. uh, and 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 he would walk into the frame when I was taking pictures. And I haven't seen him in a few years and I'm kinda worried. But you're constant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he is.
1: I think he is. You're gonna see him with the loss panel. <laughs> a plan.
3: Yeah. And he's gonna be there. He's, yeah, gonna, he's be, gonna be there. Sitting there, like, yeah, what? Well, yeah, it's me. yeah, yeah it's me. hey, crane dudes head. here. Um Yeah,
0: I, I, I every year, like after high school, like many of us, I basically disassociated with every single person I knew. At least I tried good to. Call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just call. for like for, for like peace of mind. Yeah. And uh, I run into like five or six people from high school every year at Dragon Con. Now these are people, they're good people. Those are the good people. Yeah. But it's funny because I never see them. In any other walk of life, except for the one dude who manages a Kroger that I go to sometimes. And he's his picture is like, you know, they put the giant picture of the manager of Kroger. Yeah. When you walk in, which is kind of weird. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> what does he wear at a Dragon Con?
0: Just his Kroger uniform. Okay. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah. The, yeah he, he does the best Kroger manager cosplay you've ever seen. Uh, yeah. But... Um, so yeah, you, I completely agree. There's there's sixty thousand people, and you, you just kind of keep running into the same ones. Um, so uh, that's always fun. How do you guys think? Um, what what are some of the big? Since you guys are longtime congoers, what are some of the biggest changes uh, for for the positive and possibly things that you kind of wish could go back to the way they were, uh, if you have any?
3: Wow. Um, hmm. I like. A lot of the improvements I it's but but I, I guess I'm, I'm not maybe maybe we're not the right people to ask because we've seen it uh, for all these years. So we sort of um, like stuff that's difficult for new people. We know how to kind of weave our way through, you know, uh, we could get to uh, from place to place while the parade's happening, for, for example. We, we just know what to do and we can figure out the arcane manipulation of the DragonCon app when yes, <laughs> yes, I literally was just trying to work it just before we started the, yeah. the, 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 and um, so I like having um, I, I like knowing where everything is and I like having it be within quick walking distance. I, I got, I to say, I wish the merchandise area was closer. Okay. That would be, that, that, that's a negative for me, but um, it's just because I like buying stuff.
0: God, me too. Ooh,
3: we Our do. Buyers, too. I Our love- podcast
1: is literally like dedicated to us talking about the stuff we buy. so <laughs> How much we like it or are dissatisfied with it so we understand. <laughs> it's true.
0: Uh, yeah, I think... Abby actually this week was working on uh, a couple articles for for our website, and uh, it was basically uh, your top ten tips for Dragon con for people yeah. maybe who have never been. yeah, uh, because really it's almost like you kind of do it is extremely overwhelming your for your first couple times. Mm-hmm. You got to really figure out the lay of the land. It's
1: unlike other cons too, in that it's 24 hours and you just, you just don't know how to prepare for it if you've never been there. So
0: I I had a guy message me this week. It's his first time. And he goes, Hey, I have a question. Um, Will it be okay to wear my proton pack on the main show floor? And I responded, I was like, what main show floor? (laughs) I I don't know. This is not, (laughs) you know, we're, we're not in a convention center. This is kind of like, uh, like you guys said, whatever it was. 13, 14 square blocks of, of of wonderful chaos.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing I really do miss is when it wasn't quite as crowded. So it was easier to get through that throng of people. But now that I'm running the track, I don't leave the track room so much during the day. So I don't run into it as badly, (laughs) but sometimes I swear, I feel like I'm trying to go upstream to spawn. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, one of my favorite moments of actually from Dragon Con about four or five years ago was I was trying to get through just to go to the bathroom right where the two habit right where the habit trail come two habitrails come in at the Marriott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blood drive was there at the time. But you know, you got two hallways. All these people crushing in, trying to get into the Marriott. And I'm like, I just got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, I finally just screamed. I have a full bladder and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> That's, That's nice. a good.
0: That'll always clear a crowd. I like yeah. that. It, uh, it, it worked. At least, it wor- I ho- I think it worked. Unless, unless It worked. You're like, uh, nobody moved. So I just I, so there's pee. Yeah, so just <laughs> pee on everybody. Uh, No, um, yeah, I think the last couple of years I've noticed that I feel like the security has been a little bit tighter, um, which is actually, even though it's extremely crowded, it's limited the like, I feel like three or four years ago, it hit a point where it was like, almost unmanageable. And it's gotten back to being like, it's crowded, but
1: it's, it's a contained, concentrated group of only con yeah. goers because you get a big melting pot of like other people in Atlanta for that weekend for sports events, yeah. etc. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's good to who, keep it. Who you don't, don't know honest.
2: con was, Right? Yeah, because it was like about five or six years ago when a bunch of the sports people found out about Dragon Con and the Dragon Con room rate. Which was – and so oh, there were yeah. – and which is part of the reason it's always hard to get a hotel room now is because there are like two or three different bowl games going on in the area usually.
0: Right, right.
2: And that year there were a ton of drunk sports guys hanging out looking at the freaks <laughs> in the Marriott yeah. and the other – there were some bad things that happened, I and I don't want to get into those because I like—I don't like to, to remember the bad things. Mm-hmm. But, yet, yeah, that's where they started the whole cracking down of if you don't have a room key and you don't have a badge, you don't get in the hotel, and that I love.
0: Yeah. I love that, and I also love the random uh, – the people who did book their hotel uh, just – coming to the games and they have no idea about you can always tell and the first time you're in the elevator with them and they're just looking at you like what is happening like people
1: on a romantic getaway or whatever (laughs) and you're just like oh i'm sorry (laughs) but also you should just have fun and we came
0: to atlanta for a quiet (laughs) celebration for for our anniversary like "Mm, (laughs) this
2: is gonna be bad hey dragon con 2000 DragonCon is going on it was over fourth of july weekend that year i forget why and oh, that's interesting. not only is Dragon Con going on, the Salvation Army is having a meeting as well. Hey. So the so the Hyatt <laughs> is half Dragon Con, half Salvation Army. All right. that's,
3: okay. that's, that's an interesting mix.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: There were a bunch of little old gray hair ladies in full Salvation Army uni- uniforms talking to the Klingons, going, "How do you do that? How'd you get that thing on your head?" I mean, they were the sweetest little old ladies. Yeah. And they there's, had a parade.
0: There's a Santa and Claus ringing sure. a bell, and he doesn't know which group to hang out with.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice Santa costume. But that's you. actually what started the Dragon Con parade, is because a whole bunch of the uh, the Dragon Con people went. Well, we can do that. We can. Oh, walk really?
1: Down the oh, that's
0: cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Hey, so. I'm very happy that the parade is still here and, and happening for the foreseeable future. But there's been that rumor for the last couple of years that uh, the parade was going to maybe go away. And I feel like that would be such a bummer because it's such a uh, an integral part of the weekend. That's not really a question. I just wanted to say that.
1: Don't take the parade
2: away. Yeah, Yeah. yeah there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff there that we really can't get into, mainly because it's not our department. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there was a real risk that the parade was going to have to, to fold, and thankfully, uh, things were worked out.
3: That's great. That's and, great to hear. Yeah, you would, uh, you'd be surprised at how little we are let in on <laughs> the the interior workings of the Grand Poobahs, mm-hmm. but it's it, uh, the, the parade is such an integral part of um, the Dragon Con experience, and yet... We always do a panel opposite the parade for the people who can't get to it or don't want to go
0: right so
3: yeah. well, and I think that's the I think that's the coolest
0: part about Dragon con and it's one of the things that Abby wrote about today. I don't want to steal your thunder, no, uh, but right. basically Just steal it I'm um, here I go here I go to steal thunder is um w- it's really hard to plan your entire weekend and kind of stick to that schedule, so the advice we always give newcomers is. Whatever you're doing in that wherever moment, you
1: are is where the party is Yeah,
0: wherever you are. That's that's where you are and that's where you should be, because if you're constantly worried about not being able to get to the things you want to get to, uh, you're going to just be full of anxiety the entire weekend. Yeah, so uh, there's always going to be something going on for you, though
3: mm-hmm. there are, and Gary, I think you I think you would agree with this. There, there are panels on our own track that we miss. <laughs> that, that we that going into it we're like well, i gotta i gotta come see that and we end up missing missing the things that we put in the yeah. schedule
1: yeah because you never know when the walkways are going to be blocked or when there's just like a huge photo op going on that you can't get past the elevator's full there's so many things so it's just like accept the moment and enjoy it
2: <laughs> yeah Yeah, and that's a wonderful thing also is like if you see there are two or three things going on at the same time, go ahead and plug them all into the app because you may get to one of them and it may be full and you can't get it, so you need to go to something else or – yeah, Or you might go wow, this isn't what I thought it was going to be and sometimes that's great like I, this is what I expected and I love it and sometimes it's this is not what I expected We're sneak I out the back it. row yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. how cool would it be if somehow the app had like a built-in GPS feature that if you had multiple events going on at once that it would tell you which one that you could get to the easiest based on your current location uh-huh. That's a ways? Yeah, yes. like basically ways... Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, but, Con- but instead of Conways. Like, Whoa. Conways. We're, yes. we're spitballing here, and instead of, like, police ahead in three miles, it's like, you know, I don't know. Roving kaiju monsters. <laughs> Four inflatable T-Rexes taking up the hallway. Avoid. <laughs> um, so that's
2: There weird. is a parade of pickle ricks. Turn around. There's <laughs> a parade
3: of pickle ricks. Turn there's, around.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Guys, there's, like, 15 Deadpools coming up. We better turn around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um... I think, uh, to touch on what you guys are just saying though, my favorite moments every year are are the unexpected, uh, panels and and things that you just end up at completely against your will. And then you end up either meeting cool people or just, you know, learning about something you would have never taken up an interest in before. Um, and I think that's, what's cool about the individual tracks. And I do recommend everybody download the app and, and start planning now because, uh, you know, you got to plan if you want to if you want to have a good time. yeah. Even if you it.
1: don't make every event, just definitely put yourself down for a few things and try. Um,
0: so as far as your guys track, what what are you uh, what are you the most excited about this year?
3: Oh, um, Gary, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, I should have volleyballed it over yeah. to you. I. Uh...
2: Uh, I'm really excited for our panel talking about what New York was like in the 70s and how it still influences how we view New York even oh. though it's not that crime ridden as yeah. it used to be. Um, you know I mean the, the yeah you know, I just rewatched uh, The Warriors yeah. uh, about 2 days ago for that. Um, that's going to be a fun panel. The the guys at Retro Blasting are always a hoot. Uh, they're doing a panel about 19 movies of 1968 and a panel, uh, Rambo, the panel of freedom.
1: Wow. <laughs>
2: nice. Uh, that's cool. So that's going to be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to, we we're, we're doing a panel on, uh, called we have always been here, LGBTQ characters that in, uh, classic sci-fi and the mm. the voice of night veil, vale is with us on that panel so that's going to be a lot of fun
0: very cool that's very cool Very cool. yeah i've actually noticed there's a whole diversity track this year um (laughs) for people not like con culture is very inclusive and basically completely ahead of the curve yeah um, from i don't know
2: oh yeah
1: specifically talking about like we were just a few minutes ago with like having the you know football crowd in and how different things were back then i feel like we've made a lot of progress and it's, it's different. The culture is like, it's, it's very cool right now. Yeah. Very, like, I was going to say minded. we're ahead
0: of the rest of the world. I don't know. I can't I speak for the rest that. of the world, but we're ahead of the rest of the country. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's sure. like a little utopian society, Dragon Con that happens over the weekend. Um, so.
0: Which is good because there's so much stuff going on now with, with sci-fi and gaming culture with, with like the Twitter, you know, knuckleheads and, and kind of those loud voices that really are, truly not representative of, uh, of of what's really going on out there so it's really cool to see that that you guys are having a panel like that and that, that diversity and in, inclusion of all races and, and sexual preferences and lifestyles is, is represented because uh, it's super important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's
2: my
0: PSA.
1: Thank you, Craig.
2: Want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, to uh, talk about the big, uh, big, big anniversary this year that we're doing a bunch of panels about?
3: Yeah, um 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 yeah yeah uh the in the blue year, and red tights. Yeah, that guy. Well thank you. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> completely blank. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Blue Gary? and red tights. Ah, yes, American gladiators. <laughs> 30 years. <Yeah. laughs> and dang, we gotta do a panel about that, Gary. Write that down. <laughs> but I think we could get Nitro. To,
2: uh, Only if we get year. to re- rebuild the uh the tennis ball
3: cannon. Ooh. This year is the 80th anniversary of Superman. Ooh, I've heard of him. So uh, the comics track is getting the comic book stuff of his. We get all the other stuff. So we are doing panels on the uh, Superman. And oddly, it turns out that we're not the first ones to note anniversaries of Superman. It turns out that they put the first Superman movie on, on his fortieth anniversary, and Lois and Clark, the TV show, debuted on his twenty-fifth anniversary. Ooh, okay. So, or, or rather, seventy. Wait, I can't do math. Yeah. <laughs> hey, neither can we. Yes. No. So we this a is a no-calculator twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's, it's been it's... twenty-five years since Lois and Clark, so we're doing anniversary panels for the Superman movie, for Lois and Clark. And um, also on Sunday, we always do a goofy trivia game show where it's really not about n- knowing the answers, uh, but the, it's called Challenge of the Super Nerds. And this year, we're devoting the entire thing to just Superman stuff. So it's Challenge of the Superman Nerds. I like that. Nice. I
0: like that. And then there's a couple Supermen who are also guests at Dragon Con this year, I saw um yes brandon ralph uh yes which is kind of a, a for i don't want to say a forgotten but i would say an underrated uh superman on film agreed
3: so, agreed um
0: and uh we um,
3: welling, yeah. yeah and tom tom welling is also here oddly enough we could not schedule panels with them but they are here <laughs> they are gonna be here
0: okay no but that's fine i mean i, I think it's like it's 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 the spirit of of the celebration of the anniversary, and mm-hmm. I think I think people. uh, Superman is an enduring character who will be with us for the rest of our yeah. lives. So one of the originals. Uh, there you
3: go. I,
0: I like it. I like that. And then there's uh, Jurassic Park has its 25th anniversary this year. Uh, yep. which, oh yeah. Which is really cool, and. Um, yeah i got it and then you guys mentioned ghostbusters i think it's one o'clock friday uh we're doing something yes. a little bit different this year uh it's uh ghostbusters what can they bust it could they bust it
2: yes um yes Garrett, that was tell, my idea and i'm quite a proud of it i yeah, love it we we,
0: me too. we, on our, we
1: started we, doing it last night on our podcast yeah, we,
0: we started already kind of going for it last night on the podcast and we, we we had a lot of fun but yeah go go ahead and uh, let us know uh uh, what that's going to be about, because I, I think our, we, we talk a lot of Ghostbusters around here.
2: Uh, there's a toy company called Mezco Toys, which and they do what they call the 112 Collective, which yeah. is really, really, really well put together, 112 scale figures of all kinds of different licenses. They've done Superman, they've done The Flash, they've done uh, they're doing a John Wick. Um,
3: I'll but be buying anyway, that. They,
2: they're mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, yeah, they're doing Ghostbusters, and they Put up a lot of different fan pictures and stuff on their webpage of people posing the toys and doing whatever, and they had a poster of the uh, a picture someone put together of the four Ghostbusters going up against Freddy Krueger. And I was like, "Oh, that's a brilliant crossover!" And then it was like, and I was thinking, "Well, can they? Could they bust him? Is he a demon? Is he a is he a ghost? I mean, technically, he's a ghost, maybe." And then it just hit me: Can they bust it? And it's like, "Oh my God, we can just." Do a whole thing of, you know, could the Ghostbusters bust Freddy Krueger? Could they bust uh, Godzilla?
0: <laughs> we brought up those, Godzilla. Literally, those are two. We also brought up Chucky. Yeah, well, Chucky and, and Spock. I don't know how he got in Spock there. Spock was in
1: there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So, uh, yeah. we And we Yoda. Had, and Yoda. Yoda, Yoda. There's too. no way that can yeah. bust Yoda. Yoda's fine. Uh, cool. No. Uh, obviously. Deanna's going to be on their we, kinda, we were going back and forth, and then we ended up with this whole scenario with all of them uh, being cohabitants inside of the ghost If they trap. were all
1: busted, what the life would be like inside of the trap? And it's like <laughs> the office, basically. That's <laughs> what yes. we were coming up with. Yes, that. I
0: think. Uh, Thank we, you. We had. Um,
1: Chucky's Chucky a little and,
0: asshole. Yeah, Chucky and <laughs> Tiffany were the the Jim and Pam of the of, of this world. So uh, uh, we're looking forward to that. Pam. Yeah, it'll to, be fun. We'll be there enemies. in the
1: audience for sure.
3: And we're that's so, that the, it's it's it it mirrors the geekiest conversations that you can have. Like when when you're little, could Superman beat the Hulk? And now we get into the science of it. By, by golly uh and 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 that's what that's what this kind of thing is about and that's just fun stuff yes uh and uh we're also doing anniversary panels for uh who framed roger rabbit nice and they live very cool the big lebowski uh, the
0: big lebowski cool that's very cool nice that's cool yeah Um, uh i mean roger rabbit's one of my all-time favorite movies mm -hmm. i mean it's uh if you, sometimes if you ever want to listen to a, a, a movie score that's completely underrated, go listen to that one. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it's pretty oh, phenomenal.
0: Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal.
3: Smile, darn you, smile.
0: Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always, wa- every time I go through a tunnel and I'm not in Toontown by the end of it, I'm basically ruined for the day. <laughs> um, I don't go through tunnels that often. Yes. <laughs> it's not something that happens on a day. Your day's day. not getting ruined that often. I don't seek tunnels out. But Got it. Anyways. Um, well, listen guys, uh, we very much appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to us about Dragon Con. Yeah, doing what you do. Doing what you do. I cannot understate. Understate? Overstate. Overstate. Let me not <laughs> understate. Let me just get rid of that <laughs> phrasing altogether. Just state it. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to state is you guys work extremely hard. Dragon Con is a, uh, a volunteer-based uh, event. Everybody does this. Because they're passionate about the things they're passionate about. And you guys put in all this hard work to give people hours and hours and hours of entertainment at Dragon DragonCon. Uh, so thank you uh, from us. Mm-hmm. Thank you from Yes, I Have Some Podcasts. Um, for uh, for continuing to do that because uh, it's very exciting. Yeah,
1: I don't think we would exist as a podcast if we hadn't all met you, myself, and then Jake through DragonCon. So yes, yeah.
0: DragonCon has brought it's brought people together. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's torn some people apart too. <laughs> it's
1: probably ruined some people. Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, we you always see you know those couple couple meltdowns the couples by the elevator, meltdown by the elevator. Yeah. yeah, uh, but but that's okay too. Yeah, they'll um, get through it. Yeah, they weren't they weren't meant to. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to go down that right? there. <laughs> uh, but before we let you guys go, is there anything else that you feel would be uh, important information for, for our listeners to know people coming out to dragon con? How can they find you guys in the app? Where's your uh, main location for American sci-fi classics? Once you're actually at dragon con,
3: the Atlanta Marriott Marquis rooms, uh, room one Oh three to one Oh five. It's that that's just the names on the doors. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's one big room. We used to have a Tetris shaped room and now it is rectangular. So we're very excited about that. Very cool. And, and, uh, we are on a, a lot of, uh, uh, what, what we, what we like to do is on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we do stuff throughout the whole year. So you're not just getting a huge thing right before the con. And then we go dead for nine months. We, are at facebook.com slash groups slash American Sci-Fi Classics. So we do goofy stuff all year long and promote the other cons we go to and post uh, and and work on ideas for the next year. So um, join us there. Me and Gary are on that that thing all the time. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. And you can also friend us on the Twitter as well. I am Gary underscore Mitchell, Mitchell with one L, and Joe is,
3: uh, Yo Joe Crow, Y O J O E C R O W E, not Jim Crow. I am Joe, not a racist segregation law. <laughs> I am a human being.
0: I was going to ask you if you that were, was your first question. Thank God for the clarification. <laughs> um, uh well, listen, guys, we appreciate it. Yeah. We're thanks. very excited about Dragon Con. We're very excited for all the things you guys got going on. I've got
1: costumes to go finish, though, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, we were, we've got a, it's it's what they call crunch time. I think that's what they call I it. I have so much to do, so. uh uh-huh. um Listen, we will see you guys there next week at Dragon Con. Thank you, guys. Joe Crow, Gary Mitchell, American Sci-Fi Classics. Yes, I have some podcast, And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.